hey, you are wildly capable of great things. So take a deep breath, let it out. You've got this. I want to tell you guys today about Brandlink Media, a female-owned digital agency with years of experience working with businesses in Oklahoma and beyond on their branding, web design, email marketing, copywriting, and more. Remember, you are wildly capable of great things and Brandlink Media is cheering you on. Visit www.brandlinkmedia.com to schedule a free consultation. Link in our show notes. It is my pleasure today to introduce Trenisha Simpkins, a super young and fun mom and grandma who loves inspiring people to do what they think they couldn't do on their own. Trenisha, tell us about a few defining moments of your life. Um, The biggest defining moment that I can think of that was like the earliest part of my life was um, when I was pregnant with my son. I was a young mom and, you know, I had a lot of people who were very discouraging about being so young and being a mother. And, you know, statistically what that looks like for me. And, you know, I just didn't really want to feed into that because I felt you know, I feel like I could do anything. Like, I, like I don't have to listen to what people say or what they think they're going to define me as. So I'm just going to do the best I can and, you know, not let this be like a bad part of my life. Let this be like a happy time where I can find a way to evolve past this. I love that. So tell us about, you know, if you were a young mom, what did the path to your career really look like? You know, how did you kind of end up in realty? Gosh, that is a long, long, long road. (laughs) Because when I had my son, I was going to college and working. And I was just like alternating semesters. So I would go to school one semester, I would work a semester, go to school a semester, and then so on like that. But then eventually I, I just kept working, working, working because I'm just like, he keeps getting older. He co- he costs so much money. <laughs> like yeah. I need, I need money. So, you know, I put school on hold and just focused on working. But, you know, when I, when I first had him, I was working just like small jobs, like a cashier here, cashier there. I remember working at Home Depot for a little bit and, you know, that was like a lot of fun stuff in Home Depot, like (laughs) a lot of projects, a lot of potential projects Mm -hmm. that I could take home with me or stuff that I could do to like where I live, like painting or just different stuff. And maybe like now that I think back to it, like maybe that had a part of why I love being in real estate so much. Maybe it started there. I don't know. But, you know, I've had so many jobs, like sometimes when I tell people all the different places I work, they're just like, that's crazy. I was a massage therapist for a little bit. (laughs) I worked for Remington Park in the casino for a little bit. Um, My longest tenure was when I worked for DHS. I worked for DHS probably like seven or eight years. And I just kept going up like doing promotions and like promoting from within with that Mm -hmm. job. But it wasn't a place where I was really happy. It was, you know, fun because it was really my first grown up job, so to speak. And, 
you know, the pay was very steady. My hours, I knew my hours, I knew what I was going to work, how much I was going to get paid, had good benefits, but you know, there was really no fulfillment out of it for me. So eventually I had to decide, okay, so let me find something that's going to just change the way I live. So I started with going to college. So I went back to school and thank goodness I had a really supportive husband who was able to say, you know, do what you got to do. I'll take care of everything. I'll help out any way I can. So he took care of you know, the house, you know, he just told me, he basically just didn't allow me to have to worry about anything. And that was, you know, that made everything just really, really easy for me because I was able to focus on school. We had a family, so he was able to help manage family stuff and just really be a good balancing act for me with so much on my plate. Um, I eventually graduated. I graduated from Langston And I was really happy for that. But now that I look back, that degree wasn't really for any particular career goal. That degree was for me. So I can, so I can have that for me, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Wow. It's so cool to hear about your story and just making it happen as a young mom. Um, I love that. So, you know, your time at DHS, like you defined yourself as someone who loves inspiring people to do what they think they couldn't do. So did that come out of your time at DHS? Did that come out of being a young mom? Where does that love come from and how does it kind of take place in your day-to-day life? Um, I really didn't know that that was something that I was good at until later. Um, While I was working at DHS, I also was a behavioral health counselor and I was able to mentor a lot of youth and be a case manager. So I was able to talk to the younger kids and stuff about their future and their goals and kind of how to shift the dynamics of their life. So I think a portion of that came, like maybe it started there. But in addition to that, when I started in real estate, which actually started with my husband, he actually filled out an application for me, didn't tell me until they called me for an interview and was like, oh, hey, sorry, I did that for you. That's what that's about. And I'm just like, okay, because he knew I, I wasn't going to do it on my own. I, I didn't want to be in sales. I didn't want to work weekends. Like I was lazy from working from for the state. Like I wanted to, I wanted my hours set, my income set. And I was like, I don't want to work commission. I don't even know what I'm going to be making if I work commission. So I went to the interview, I got hired. And then like, I realized like, oh, this is, this is something that I love doing. This is something I'm good at. I was in new home sales and I was able to talk to a lot of first time home buyers. And I think that's where that passion and that connection came from, because a lot of these people who came in to look at my model home and talk with me, they, they prejudge themselves. They're like, well, you know, I, I want to buy a house, but I don't think it's in the cards for me, or I don't think the timing's right, or I don't think my credit's good enough. And it's always, I don't think, I don't think. So I was like, okay, well, let's, let's talk to the lender. Let's get the lender on the phone. And sometimes it will work out, but sometimes it wouldn't. But the lenders that I work with, they will put them on a path to home ownership with rebuilding their credit and, you know, saving their down payment and stuff like that. And then I still have clients that I talk to to this very day that I sold their first home to when I worked there. And like the amount of gratefulness they have, it's like, it's almost like they feel like I fix their credit for them or save that down payment for them. But really I just kind of held their hand 
and led them to the path of what they needed to do in order to do that. And it's just all about connecting with the right people sometimes in order to reach a goal or reach your full potential. Wow, that's incredible. And I love that you really found your calling. Also, your partner sounds like an incredible husband. So uh, kudos <laughs> to him for pushing you. I know my husband has pushed me into some things too in the past that have been good. So it's it's so uh, important to have the right person by your side. So that's really cool. Um, tell me about where you go for inspiration um, and to kind of refill your cup when you're feeling burnt out. Well, I, I go to a couple different places. So church really just sets the tone for me every week. Like I'm able to go to church. I sing in the choir, our little mini praise team. So I'm able to get up there and really do something that I enjoy doing, something that like speaks to me because, you know, the music ministry is something that really speaks to me. Like everybody can get something from church. That's what really touches me and gets me excited is the music and being able to minister that way. Also, Another place that I go to fill my cup is like my circle, my people, mm-hmm. you know, they, they inspire me daily. And, you know, I, it's great to work with other people who are entrepreneurs because they understand all the things that you're going through all the time. They understand. And that's really fulfilling too, because you can talk to them about the issues and they completely understand. They can sympathize. They can um, say, well, you know, maybe if this is not working, try this. And my best friends, they're entrepreneurs and my team entrepreneurs and anybody who works for me, they're considered an entrepreneur. So that's just the best thing about, you know, my circle and people who help me fill my cup is just being around people who understand the day-to-day grind, day-to-day hustle. Yes, it's such a unique skill set to be an entrepreneur. Like if you're not making it happen, nobody's making it happen for you. You have to yeah, really rise and grind, as they say. Um, well, tell us about when you imagine your future, what do you see? Gosh, when I imagine my future, that is so tough to even picture. Sometimes I'm, I'm wondering what my next week looks like, <laughs> but Fair. I guess that is a form of the future, but, you know, I want to see everybody around me be great. I want to see everybody succeed and be successful and, you know, just do stuff that they're passionate about. And I hate when I see people and I can see that they're passionate about something, but they're scared. There's, there's a fear factor involved there. And I want to see people around me, like let go of that fear. I want to see me completely let go of the fear and be able to just reach my full potential, be fearless, just go for it. Like failure will happen, but you know, what's the reward going to look like? And that's what I have to focus on. And that's what the people around me need to focus on. Like the failure will happen. We will learn from it. We will grow. But what does the success look like? What What's the win look like for us? Absolutely. I love that. So true. Um, tell us about your proudest moment so far. Um, proudest moment was being able to open my own brokerage. There's not a lot of black owned brokerages. There's not a lot of female owned brokerages in Oklahoma. And to be a black female owned real estate brokerage with a beautiful group of people 
who work for I Love Realty, that to me is amazing. And then, you know, looking back, I never pictured this. If you asked me like 15 years ago and told me this is what my future was going to be like, I'm just like, no, girl, no, I don't see it. Like, how is that going to happen? Like, what are you talking about? But to see me here where I am now and know that there is so much more that I have in store for myself, it's just, it's, it's humbling to me. 100 Magazine is a publication featuring 100 wildly capable women in Oklahoma City. Buy the magazine to read all 100 interviews at 100mag.com. Wildly Capable Woman podcast is produced by Sugar Free Media. You can check out our daily news podcast, News Du Jour, for a calmer space to consume the news. Music is by Joey Lavoie and Nicholas Foster. Please consider rating and reviewing this podcast if it meant something to you to help us reach other wildly capable women.